Oh, it's a great day of broadcasting here on WTMJ as we broadcast live from the Avenue Studios in beautiful downtown Milwaukee in the great state of Wisconsin. As I look across the studio, first time in studio, we've talked a lot on the phone, Governor Tony Evers, welcome. Hey, Steve. Good to be here. Good to be here. So I was going to ask you this. I was thinking last night. What's thinking last night? What's my first question? And I don't want to make it too goofy because my wife says you don't want to you know, start off with a really goofy question. But what's different second term from first term so far? Hmm. Well, I think the concept of more civility is, um, I don't want to say taking hold. Is it a concept or is it a real thing? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a real thing. But it is, um, I think there's less hard feelings and uh uh yeah that's i don't know how to explain it but you know like i am meeting occasionally with the leadership i love that and uh having conversations with them and uh i think the back and forth even outside of uh those meetings i think is you know reasonable so you know is it going to always be that way on every issue absolutely not but um that's a little that's different and and frankly the other Big difference. The the big thing in the in the back back of the thing is the we've got a huge surplus, and so well, I'm going to get to that one in a second. Yeah. I, I I hear from a lot of folks who have strong opinions of what we should do with that. We'll get, we'll yes. get into that. So I, I spent a lot of time this week talking about divided government. Yeah, I'm of the mind that Wisconsinites Wisconsinites kind of like divided government. We have a U.S. senator, a very liberal senator, very yeah. conservative senator. Mm-hmm. We obviously had a big election, right? You're sitting in that governor's office, right. legislature, very Republican, very conservative. Do, do you agree that this is a state that I think kind of yeah. likes divided government? Yeah, it's it's purple. It's purple for is for a reason, and that's and that's the the how it how it plays out in elections. So yeah, I think I think they do, and it's just it's the nature of Wisconsin. And uh, you know, I suppose at some point in time there'll be. All Republicans and all, you know, or all Democrats. But at the end of the day, I anticipate we'll continue to be a purple state. Do you think what happened in the last elections has led to that civility you started talking about? I yes, yeah, I do. I think uh, I think the Republicans were hoping uh, against hope that uh, uh, I'd be defeated. They have a Republican; they can do anything they want, and uh, and so they, I think they understand that the veto still happens in, in the state of Wisconsin at this point in time. And uh, yeah, I think you know I think they're hoping that uh, they would they would win the governor's chair. I know you talked about it in your state of the state the the condition of the states, all factors. Where you talk about crime, education, budgeting, mm-hmm. good. Where are we at? Give me a give me a, a number or, a, or a, an well, idea of where we're at. Well, I'd say. Economically, we're good. You know, seven billion dollar surplus is the best we've ever had in our in our history, and uh, we're this this particular budget. We're actually uh, paying for things instead of borrowing uh, for things, uh, building projects, and and so on. So I think overall we're good. But you know, you talk about some specific thing. You know, I'll, I'll use something that you didn't bring up, and that's broadband. We have to get it done. We have to get it done. It's like electricity. I, our businesses count on it, and our our people count on it. Access so, you're talking about, yeah, ability yeah. for some people, especially in rural areas, to yeah. have access to broadband. access and you know affordability for people who can't afford it. it. It is like electricity, so we we need to we need to finish we need to finish that work, and uh, and I would say our schools uh, certainly are uh, 
you know, need some more resources and, you know, using mental health as an issue. It's, I, I'm hopeful that my a pronouncement of um, year of mental health is, uh, is seen as a clarion a cry to get, uh, get people help. I mean, the, the, the numbers are dramatically horrible. Especially young people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've talked a lot about the budgets, the surplus. Um, we, you mentioned a little bit about your priorities. You mm-hmm. put together a proposal. It was pretty substantial. If, if I could trust the picture, it was yeah. about six inches high, yeah. 1,800 <laughs> pages or something. It's a bunch. <laughs> what do you think of your proposal, your budget ideas, what will survive? What would the legislature oh. do with that? Because we know what happened last time. Yeah. Well, and they did. They did agree. You know, and I I anticipate that there will be increases in funding for our K through twelve schools. Even if even if you think schools have enough uh, money, the fact of the matter is we have sixty seventy school districts every election, not just once a year, but every election going uh, going to referendum. Eighty percent of them pass. Eighty that means pro- property taxes are going up in the in those in those school districts. That is uh, that's a Republican issue. They, you know, I I believe that uh, they they understand there's a need for more resources for our schools. Uh, I do believe uh, that uh, they've been talking about mental health for a long time. I think that's going to be um, uh, a winning winning combination. And uh, you know, the the issue around um, uh, shared revenue that's big. That's big for Milwaukee. That's, I also have the Milwaukee mayor on later in, in yeah. my show today, so we'll, we'll ask him about that. I, that one I'm encouraged by. Yeah, I am too. It sounds I, like there's a lot of back and forth on that one. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you know the, the proposal I had in the budget actually came from the Republicans, I think, and it, it would increase shared revenue by uh, half a billion dollars. Let's talk about the surplus. Yeah, almost seven billion. Yeah, I hear from everybody on this. Give it back. Spend it on this. Here's my priority. We know, you know, everybody's priority is different. Yeah. Could be education, could be buildings, roads, right. shared revenue. In a, in a, I don't want to just have your perspective, but in a realistic view of that surplus, given the Republican-led legislature, what are we going to see with that surplus? Yeah. Well, you're going to see, uh, I propose a 10% uh, tax cut uh, for, for middle class in, in Wisconsin. And uh, you're going to see something very similar to that. Uh, and I, I believe they may even accept my my proposal of ten percent. So that will uh, take care. You know that that's a permanent thing, uh, unless all hell breaks loose. In, you know, ten years down the road, that's that's a real thing, and it'll continue there. I do believe that uh, we will find the resources for a significant increase in shared revenue, and I do believe schools will get more money, uh, and I do believe we'll be. Uh, Investing in some important things like childcare and, uh, uh, and and affordable housing. So I think those things are all on the table, and there will be money for those things. I've noticed, and I, I was reading from one story that I was uh, that I looked at last night about some of the uh, ideas. Uh, Nine point three for a uh, iron district. Uh, I, I think there was something about Janesville last night that went through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those kinds of ideas. Talk, walk me through the process there. Like, why those projects and why not others? Yeah, and there's lots of projects across the state. We, uh, the Building Commission, will be looking at uh, several uh, of those uh, in the um, next time we meet in in, in March. But the um, uh, we we look at it in terms of the economic development that is that is uh, as a result of those projects. You know, whether it's Bronzeville, whether it's 
uh, several others in the Milwaukee area, or you know the one in Janesville that I talked about yesterday. That's a downtown um, uh, facility that will will bring conventions to that city and will essentially pay for itself over the over its life. And so we look for projects like that and make some decisions. And we have, I think, five or six of those that uh, we're looking forward to funding. Makes the public happy. Makes the public happy, but it 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 will change Janesville. It will change downtown Janesville in a way that not only uh, brings in economic uh, force and 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 money to downtown, but also people come there to go to an event. They eat there. They spend money there. It's so it's uh, it's an investment that will pay for itself over time. Governor Tony Evers joining us in studio for WGMJ Conversations. My wife's a teacher. Yes. Former uh, high school teacher, now teaching at MATC in Milwaukee mm-hmm. here, uh, part-time. Uh, you come from that environment, obviously. Yeah. Um, lots of ways we could go with this, but performance is one. But also, I'm, I'm really, I've talked to a lot of teachers mm-hmm. and school board members, and the issue of discipline in schools comes up a lot. We had a, a highly publicized fight at Tosa East recently yeah. that I spent an hour on the show talking about. You, you're from that world. What do you say to the folks in Wisconsin who say, I-, I want my kids to go to school, I want them to be safe, yeah. and I want them to learn at least the basics so they can get that high school degree and then go forward from there? What right. do you, how do you address that? Yeah, and uh, no one should uh, be um, feeling good about uh, school safety. I mean, we, we, have, we, have, we have to have our kids being safe, our teachers uh, being safe, and uh, and focusing on on schooling and and education, learning how to read. We've we've uh, we are increasing our amount of money for reading uh, in the state of Wisconsin. I've accepted the proposal from the state superintendent, uh, but uh, the the issue of um, of safety is is critical. We need to have you know the people that are there to keep you know keep the peace whether you know whether they're resource officers or or others that are doing that in the schools but you know the the yeah i want that too but we also have to make sure that uh, uh we connect the dots back home and uh issues that relate to affordable housing you know crime in general uh that plays out in our schools and so we need to invest in public safety. That's one of the issues of uh, that I've been talking about with uh, uh, shared revenue, and uh, and more safety in the streets will mean more safety and safety in our schools. I like to always weave in a listener question, and one of the questions I get a lot is about when we see dollars spent from the state to the school districts to mm-hmm. those entities that we all pay for, either property tax or in some cases referendums, which have sure. let's be honest increased substantially over the last few years. When they see buildings and play, ball fields, gymnasiums, that kind of stuff, is that too much emphasis on the infrastructure and less on the education? Now, a lot of that infrastructure change is uh, driven by um, technology, making sure that uh, the technology is, is good and they have, those, have that resources available to them. Yeah, but it, it is... Um, it is part of the expectation of parents to have uh, good facilities, and whether it's uh, the fine arts or whether it's uh, our, our, our athletic programs, that's an expectation the parents have. So, yeah, I understand the issue. Well, then let's make sure they know how to read 
yeah, I'm I'm disappointed, and you know we're still like tenth in the state and tenth in the countries uh, in our school uh, uh, output. But at at the end of the day, we ne- we need to do better. And uh, so I the the proposal around reading I think is an important one. The proposal around special education is a really important one, and the proposals around he- mental health for our kids is also important. They're struggling. That's part of the issue of um, uh, you know of violence in our schools is you know making sure that kids are health uh, are, are well mental, mentally and behaviorally. Just to have you on the record, you are a fan of school resource officers. Yes, I am. Yeah, and a school district because we have some examples that don't in, don't utilize that resource. And and right. I'll, I'll just go to my history as an elected. We hmm. we shared that cost. With our school district, right. so city paid half, school district paid half, which right. I think is a great model, right. and also uh, improves cooperation between sure. the between those two entities. Yeah. So you're a, you're a, a supporter of that idea. Uh, yes, and uh, it, it is. You know, I know some school districts have gone away from it, and they've they've substituted different types of resource officers, not not necessarily sworn police officers, and you know that's a local decision. But at the end of the day, I think um, uh, the, the the ones that the school resource officers that are sworn officers, uh, it's good for them to be in the schools, frankly, and it's good for the kids to understand that uh, there's uh, there's somebody there to protect them. Somebody asked also on the mental health part of this proposal to give yeah. more money to schools. How does that play out? Is that counselors? Is that uh, some individual time spent with each child? How does that yeah, be specifics? I, or, or don't you know yet? Well, certainly there's going to be, if we, we have to get more people that are trained in, uh, in, in, in behavioral health and mental health working with our kids. Uh, and, and some of that will be contracted out to uh, providers. Some, some, some will be hired internally. But we, we need to have an interface between kids and, and people that actually do this work. And, uh, and there's a shortage of those folks in, in the state of Wisconsin. Also a and, shortage of teachers. Yeah, that too. And so it's going to take some time, but uh, I, I know schools understand the importance of having kids being able to access um, professional help. We started earlier in our conversation talking about divided government. I want to ask you some questions about the politics of being a governor. Um, obviously, legislature, very strong power held by Republicans, conservatives. Um, you were a Democratic governor. I told you about the, we talked about the split uh, U.S. Senate positions. Um, but let's focus, I'm going to ask Speaker Robin Voss this question when he joins me in, in a few minutes. Um, election integrity. Lots mm-hmm. of claims, most of them unsam- unsubstantiated. A um, lot of drama associated with that. But a couple specific questions. One, we spent a lot of money on, on that Action over a million dollars investing in a special counsel, I think is the term they used. Mm-hmm. It was a waste, yeah. It that's a, what I wanted to hear. Yeah, it was a waste. I of, say that it was, a, it was a waste of uh, a million dollars. And you know, did they, we learn anything out of that process other than no dysfunction? We, we, we learned that there that people try to make a uh, uh, something out of nothing. That's what we learned. We learned that bad people with bad intentions. Uh, spent a million of our dollars. The or thing more. That, yeah, the thing that drives me nuts is that our election system here in Wisconsin, and I say it's pretty common across the country, is 99% of the work is done by our friends and neighbors, not crooks, our friends and neighbors. And uh, uh, to, to try to, I mean, 
it, it's it's just so frustrating. We're spending money. We're saying saying that um, we're essentially driving down the the people's interest in voting because some people don't trust it. It's a good system. It works. Of course, there's always some kind of flub up someplace. That's human nature. But the these are our friends and neighbors that are doing this work. I remember when I lived in Amro, the next door neighbor was the uh, was the county clerk, and she handled. She's the one that handled the. Uh, the elections. She just retired after 40 years doing this work. And to think that somehow she was doing something wrong or any of the, the others across the state like that, it just, it's just mind boggling. It, it, it's one party trying to get some advantage over the other. As somebody who has led a city and seen the work of clerks. Oh yeah. Tremendously disrespected and 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 also very underappreciated the hardware and I've yeah. seen it in action play out over many kinds of elections, presidential and otherwise. Right. The encouraging thing about all this, despite what all of that noise and nonsense, mm-hmm. the turnouts, yeah. last election, very good. Yes. For, for a primary. Yeah. That's got to be encouraging. Yeah, it, it is. And uh, you know, obviously, it's in a real important election in, in April too. So we're hoping people get out and vote. But yeah, that is encouraging. And and. Uh, it's just unfortunate, both nationally and statewide, that uh, we got into that uh, predicament and uh, hope the sooner we get over it, the better. It's our democracy. Really specific question about all of that. Do you think the Attorney General of the state of Wisconsin should pursue the alternate slash fake electors Absolutely. criminally? Somebody should, whether it's him or at the federal, uh, if Josh Call or at the federal level. Yes, the answer is yes. I can't, you know, I, I was, I chaired that group that uh, did the voting at the same time. If I would have known that those folks were in that building at that time, I would have went down and kicked them out individually. I would have called the police and hauled them out of there. That was wrong. Why hasn't that happened yet? Yeah, I, the, I'm not the attorney general, so I can't answer that question. I, I think they were hoping and relying on federal action on that because it you know the federal government plays a huge role in elections but yeah like i said i would have went down there personally and and removed them do you think it will happen and and what what timeline you yeah, think will happen I, I it should happen it should happen one final question um obviously the starting point of your second term quickly what's beyond the budget piece yeah. of this on your agenda something you really want to hyper focus on in the remainder of your three years. Yeah, well, we had a good start uh, this last uh, time around during the, pande- during the pandemic, frankly, and uh, it's, it's around economic development and, and making sure that our, you know, half the people in the state of Wisconsin work for small businesses. And we created, uh, with the help of the federal government, uh, over 8,500 8, new small businesses in the state. We need to continue to do that. That is that making downtowns vibrant in the state of Wisconsin is a top priority. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers, always appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, good to be here, Steve. Great to see you. We'll see you at State Fair, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to WTMJ Conversations.